And then Jared asked Grant to come in. Grant shared that he didn't have to say much. As it turned out, Jared desperately wanted to talk, needed to talk, and he talked about everything, how he and Andrea had met, things that Andrea enjoyed doing and things she wanted to do. He showed Grant pictures, and Grant asked him about her and played with the little boy while he told them about the accident. Jared stayed there for more than two hours. Jared asked if Grant was religious or something, and Grant said, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Jared said, well, that makes sense because his other neighbors, his other neighbors run away from him. The ones he'd been social with now just looked at him and looked away and hustled inside their homes. Brant and his wife continued meeting with Jared for the next two years until Jared moved away. Brant Hansen later shared that before he walked across the street that first time, he thought he, thought he wanted to love this guy unconditionally. It doesn't even matter what what he says to me, or if it doesn't matter if I feel stupid, I just want to love this person once, unconditionally. If we're going to be a healthy church, we have to understand. Whatever will happen, and when it does, we need to show up for each other. Whatever whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Whatever happens, stuff happens, bad stuff happens in our lives, and in the lives of the folks that cross our paths in this church and outside of this church. St. Paul challenges you and me, challenges us as a church family to conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. And I don't think St. Paul or God is asking us to preach the gospel in some preachy way or come up with some theological explanation for stuff. I think St. Paul is just telling us to show up, to come to the neighbor's door and ring the doorbell. And I'm not saying that's easy because it's not. We've been there. I've been there. God put something on my heart to do or say, and we want to run the other way, or we look for excuses. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. You guys ready? We ain't lost. We ain't lost. They're they're ramping up their game. We ain't gone far enough. We ain't gone far enough. You guys are good. Um, Again, from St. Paul to the folks in Philippi, to us. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility, consider others better than yourselves. I don't like this text, and I'm not so sure I understand why I don't like this text. A couple, three weeks back, um, I went out to University Hospital. That's that big hospital off of Colfax and I-225. That's where Fitzsimmons Hospital used to be. It, it is this huge hospital. I mean, it's, it's like the Disney World of hospitals, and When I went there this day, it was in the afternoon, it was a beautiful day, and there are sick people, like you would expect, there are sick people everywhere, but none of them seem to be in their rooms. I'm I'm walking through the hallways, and there are folks that I know just had recent joint um, surgery, and they're with canes and walkers. I I think they, at at this Anschutz facility, I think they go right from surgery and walk them back to their room, and it's one of those places. Um, But there were lots of people there that day, lots of sick people. I mean, there were folks with IV poles walking outside with their cell phones. There were people that I could tell they were bald and, and way too young to be bald, and they had just had recent chemo or cancer treatments, and they were walking arm in arm with loved ones. Um, it was just a busy place. And I don't know what made me feel this way that day, but I'm walking through the halls of the hospital, and it's a long way from parking to, to where the, the room I had to go was, and I'm passing all these sick people, and I, I just got this feeling in my, in my gut that I, that I shouldn't be here, more like I don't want to be here. Why, why am I here? I got nothing. 
Am I really helping folks by visiting with them or praying for them? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I take the elevator up to their floor, and I find their room, and I get, as I get to the room, a nurse is coming out of the room and, and says, it'll just be a minute. The doctor's in there with the family. And I overhear the doctor speaking, and he's funny, and he's witty, and he's making this family feel good. And I'm thinking, why, why am I here? And there's a part of me that wants to run away. It's this voice in my head very loudly saying, you got nothing. Go. Leave. The doctor's only a minute or two before he's finished, and he leaves the sliding door open for me. This is the ICU unit. And I'm about to go in, and I hesitate. I stop, much like Brian Hansen in the previous story. I'm at the door, ready to ring the doorbell, staring at it, afraid to ring the doorbell, and I'm praying that no one will answer it if I do ring it. I read this um, very theological thing in Sports Illustrated. Um, Joe Madden, he's the manager of the Chicago Cubs. He wrote this on his scorecard, uh, Game 7, last October, Game 7 of the World Series between the Cubs and the Indians. Um, Joe Madden writes this on his card to remind himself of this. Be present, not perfect. Be present, not perfect. Part of doing church, part of being church, not just in these walls, but outside of them, is just showing up and stepping into the mess Stepping into the whatever in spite of the voices in our heads that say run or we have no business being here. Paul's challenge to the church, to us, to me, do nothing out of selfish ambition. Do nothing out of selfishness. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. But in humility, consider others better than yourselves. In humbleness, serve. It's about submission. You first, how can I help? How can we help? Putting our own stuff Side, our own fears, our own egos, our own insecurities, to serve the folks that God puts in our path. Be present, not perfect. To be a healthy church, we need to step into the mess, and we need to remember to be present, not perfect. That day at the hospital, despite those voices in my head that said run, I ended up stepping into the ICU room, and I loved on that family, and I prayed for that family and with them, and I listened to their stories. And I'm really not sure if I blessed or encouraged them, but I was blessed. I believe God extends his grace to others through us. Joshua 1.9 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged. Do not be terrified, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. The promise is this, that God shows up wherever we go in the whatevers that come our way. God shows up wherever we go in the whatevers that come our way. As we fuss with this, we need to remember, we ain't lost. We We just ain't gone far enough. Thank you guys for staying with me. Um, Again, from St. Paul to us, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may be blameless and pure, children of God without fault and a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. Changing... uh, Changing gears a little bit. Um, I'm going to ask you guys, how many cat people, how many dog people? How many dog people in here? Dog people? Okay. Put your hands down. How many cat people? Okay. Very good. It seems to be a little bit more dog people than cat people. This is, uh, um, this is, think for a second, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, favorite Super Bowl commercials. And this is back a few years ago. This is a, this is one, this is my favorite Super Bowl commercial. Um, uh, there is this uh, cheetah, this cat, big cat, 
racing across the Serengeti, the desert of Africa, big cloud of dust behind him, and there's a guy on a mountain bike closing in on behind him. This is a true story. No, it's not. Not really. Um, but this, 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 this uh, cheetah is racing across the Serengeti, and this guy on a mountain bike is chasing right behind him. He gets real close, jumps off the mountain bike, tackles the, the cheetah, wrestles him to the ground, gets him on his belly, and then takes his hand, reaches into his mouth, reaches into his stomach, and pulls out a can of Mountain Dew. Some guys remember this story. Um, and, and the guy who just pulled that out of his stomach, he gets in the cheetah's face and says, bad cheetah, bad cheetah. Um, there's, some guys, there, there's some guys from afar uh, on mountain bikes watching this whole thing happen. And there's one guy turns to his buddies and says, you see that? You see that? That's why I'm not a cat person. Uh, think about it. Um, Sometimes folks look at church and say the same thing. You see that? That's why I'm not a church person. Bad cheetah. Bad church. You see that? It's just like the rest of my life, broken and dysfunctional, grumbling and arguing and hurting each other. That's why I'm not a church person. Bad cheetah. Bad church. St. Paul is challenging us. You want to do church right? You want to do church Close to being right, do it without grumbling or arguing so that you can become blameless and pure. Children of God without fault. Do you want to shine in the sky amongst the stars? Don't grumble and argue amongst yourselves. Satan wants nothing better for us than to fight amongst ourselves. It will turn people away from this church. It will turn people away from church, capital C. It will turn people away from God and from Jesus. If, if we want to break God's heart, you and I grumble and argue when we do church. And hear me say this, not that we have to agree on everything, but we have to agree to love each other through everything. Amen? Amen. Okay, you guys are up. We ain't lost. We ain't lost. You guys are so good. We just ain't gone far enough. We just ain't gone far enough. Equal, dead, dead tie right now. Um, I want to know Christ. I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection sharing in the fellowship of his suffering, becoming like him in his death. I want to know Christ in the power of his resurrection. I asked Mark Cutler, our music, our beloved music director, who last day today around this place, um, he was here 25 years. He's just been a dear friend of mine. He, he loved me unconditionally, welcomed me into this place. And I asked him this past week if he could share with me times when we've done church close to being right. Mark shared with me one thing amongst many other things that has always astounded him working and living with our South Suburban Christian Church family is that whenever something happens, either joyous or tragic, someone in church has gone through it also. And I'm quoting Mark, the halls of this church are crowded with wounded warriors that are always willing to give empathy and love to anyone in any situation in need. That's good church, church. There's that text from St. Paul to the Romans that says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And in my beat-up Bible, I've penciled in, I truly have penciled in, eventually, because sometimes when we're going through the yuck, we think there's no way God's going to work good out of this, but God does. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, sharing in the fellowship of his suffering, becoming like him in his death. You ready? We ain't lost. We just ain't gone far enough. Finally, this is Paul again to us. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, 
whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Focus on these things. Sarah Young has many devotions out there, but one of them is called Jesus Today. And one of the devotions a few um, weeks back was talking about the importance of what to focus on. And most of us, myself included, can get so focused on the problem, on the stuff. It's like a loose, loose tooth. We can't stop playing with it. But Sarah Young challenged us to focus, to change our focus, not on the problem, but to focus on Jesus. Not to ignore the problem, but just to glance at that focus, gaze on Jesus. Keep our eyes on God's purposes. Glance at the problem, focus on Jesus. We ain't lost. We just ain't gone far enough. I can do all things through him, through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through him, through Christ who strengthens me. This is my, this is my own uh, Memorial Day story. Um, Twelve years ago today, uh, um, my business partner, best friend, uh, the guy who was there when I picked up my wife's uh, engagement ring at South Glen Mall a million years ago, um, we, uh, we were invited to one of our employees' uh, graduation parties. One of, one of the kids was graduating from high school, and we went to this party and uh, we were just having a great time. And Kip was, um, he was just a, a great friend, but also a mentor for me. He was a mentor not only about work, but also about life. And he, when I told him some 10 years prior to this, uh, I told him I was thinking about being a pastor. He said, you go for it. He encouraged me and told me I was a pastor already to, to our work and to our employees and to our customers. Um, but this day, uh, we were leaving the party about the same time. And he said, Joe, I'll see you. This was back in my engineering days. I'll see you on Tuesday. I'm going to go climb uh, with Jordan, his 19-year-old son. I'm going to go climb up near Aspen. He's going to go climb uh, Maroon Bells. Um, Kip never came back home. He was killed. He was killed climbing Maroon Bells with his son. His son survived, but Kip, Kip died. Um, when the worst thing that could happen happens... It's not the last thing that happens. St. Paul tells us, he reminds us that stuff is going to happen. This side of heaven, caca, is going to happen. Problems are going to happen. What's our focus going to be? Will it be the stuff, the pain, the problems, the challenges? Or will it be on Christ, on Jesus, and how God is shaping us through it all? I can do, we can do all things through Christ. As a church family, the only way we can do all things is through Christ. We, as a church family, can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? Amen. You guys are up. We ain't lost. We just ain't gone far enough. The only way we do church family close to being right is by God's amazing grace. Um, Kip was a worship leader at St. James Presbyterian Church. Not too far from here. He was a great, gifted guitar player and vocalist. Um, Luann, Kip's wife, um, after Kip passed, um, Luann gave me this guitar. And this it was Kip's guitar. Um, the day before he died, he played this at St. James. Uh, it's a Taylor guitar. It's a custom-made Taylor guitar. And it's, it's a way better guitar than I can play it. Um, but Luann gave it to me as a gift, a gift of grace. Um, 
Could you guys um, join with me and we'll sing Amazing Grace together. last verse, okay? is talking about heaven. Are we there yet? The kids from the back of the car are always saying that. Are we there yet? Not until Jesus calls us home. This side of heaven, we're just one beggar telling another beggar where to find food. God ain't finished with us yet. Last time. We ain't lost. We just ain't gone far enough. To fighting the fight, to fighting the good fight, to finishing the race, to keeping the faith. Can I ask you guys to bow your heads with me? Heavenly Father, uh, thank you just for being with us this morning. Thank you for being um, present in this place. Lord, remind us um, 
on our journey that, that we ain't lost. But sometimes it really feels like we are lost. And Lord, there may be some folks here in this room that um, they're just going the wrong direction. And Lord, you told us, your son Jesus told us to follow, to follow him. And Lord, this, this morning with eyes closed and heads bowed, there might be some folks in this room that have never said, I'm going to follow that guy. I'm going to follow this Jesus. And Lord, I just pray for the folks that may be saying that prayer, saying those words to you for the first time. I want to follow you, Lord. And Lord, I pray over those people this day. If there's just one person that's saying, I'm going to follow you, Lord, I pray over that person right now. Lord, be with us as we leave this place. Lord, remind us that we're not done until you call us home. Lord, we ain't lost. We just haven't gone far enough. We pray this in your son Jesus' name. And all God's people said very loudly, amen. Jesus loves you guys, and I do too.